What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today we are here to review Alien Resurrection, the fourth Alien movie, a part of our Alien in Review series. We are reviewing all of the theatrically released Alien movies, the original quadrilogy, uh, Alien vs. Predator 1 and 2, uh, Prometheus, and then Alien Covenant. We're reviewing all those movies in this one particular series. We have done the first three movies, and now we are on the final movie of the quadrilogy. And if you've been keeping up to this point, uh, so far the first one is probably my favorite. The second one is is good. I like it. I just don't think I'm as high on it as everybody else is. And then three, I just did not like it at all. And then now we are here at the final movie of the quadrilogy alien resurrection and then we are also doing x-men in review as well alongside this series we have reviewed the first three x-men movies and now we are on to the we're doing theatrical release order so it's origins and wolverine and then it's first class if i'm not mistaken but as soon as i'm done with this this review i am going to start watching origins and getting that review ready for next week as well and before we jump into this review, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier that you can support us at. Uh, it's a monthly subscription, and you get a slew of content. You get uh, about five podcast episodes a week compared to the public that gets only what, two or three if you count both podcasts. So, so yeah, go to patreon.com slash two game check us out there we would appreciate your support but just by listening to this review uh we appreciate you just doing that so thank you so much for being here today and also shout out to our 20 dollar tier supporters in fact we're adding a 20 dollar tier supporter to our list of our shout outs that is going to be Lindsay humble welcome to our patreon there Lindsay. we appreciate your support each and every month and also shout out to our other patreon supporters at the 20 dollar tier Carmen Edmonds, Sharon Petrie, and Eric Hernandez. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Uh, we would not be able to do this without y'all. So again, thank you so much. So let's jump into Alien Resurrection. If you have been following along with this with this series, then you know that I've seen the first one uh, several times. Absolutely love the first one. I think it's a masterpiece. I've seen the second one before this uh, series started. And then three and four... I don't think I had ever seen. I think I had seen a little bit of four only on like the sci-fi channel. And then I'm not even sure I ever saw three before coming into this. But I never even knew like the gist of, of Resurrection. So basically the last two movies, the third one and the fourth one, I have never seen. And it's a fresh take, fresh review on these two movies. So jumping into this movie... I didn't really know what to expect. I heard the last two movies were not nearly as good as one and two. So that's kind of where my expectations were going. I don't really have high expectations for either of these movies. Now, number three, I did not like. I will probably never watch that again. And in this one, I have the lowest of low expectations. But let's just go ahead and jump in to Alien Resurrection. 200 years after her death, Ellen Ripley is revived as a powerful human-slash-alien hybrid clone, along with a crew of space pirates 
she must battle the deadly aliens and stop them from reaching Earth. This was directed by Juan Pierre Unet. Une? I don't know. Uh, it has a budget of 75. Oh, excuse me. Before I jump into the budget, I looked at some of the movies that he's directed outside this movie, and this was legit the only movie that he's directed uh, for Hollywood. Apparently, when he finished this movie, he, he had a he liked the movie, but the experience basically killed killed it for him. He did not want to do another Hollywood movie, and all of his other movies are French-made movies. This movie had a budget of $75 million, and it grossed worldwide $161.4 million. It stars Sigourney Weaver, Winona Ryder, and Ron Perlman. It has a runtime of 1 hour and 49 minutes, and it was released on November 26, 1997. And it's fun fact time. Sigourney Weaver originally refused to do a fourth Alien film, but signed on it, signed on after they basically drove a dump truck full of money to her house, and she has been quoted as saying such. They apparently paid her $11 million out of that $75 million budget. That's a pretty big chunk of change. The full-size newborn animatronic puppet was originally filmed with genitals that were mixed between male and female, but the studio ordered them to remove them digitally. All of the spaceships in the film were miniatures, as visual effects supervisors believed CGI was not effective enough to create realistic spaceships. The underwater segment was shot on a specially constructed soundstage on the Fox lot, which was converted into a permanent water tank. It took nearly a week to fill it with water, and it took three weeks to film that entire sequence. And last but not least, this is the only Alien film not to be shot in the UK. One of the reasons for this was because Weaver didn't want to travel. Alright, so what do I think about this movie? And when you look at this movie in comparison to all the other movies that have come before it, uh, you know, I gotta be honest. I really dig this movie. I like it. I I find it entertaining, but not in a good way. It's so terrible that it is amazing. Now, I am objective enough to realize how terrible of a movie this is. And in comparison to film-wise of the last three movies, and out of all four movies in general, this is undoubtedly the worst movie out of the quadrilogy. And there's a reason why, you know, Alien didn't make any movies, doesn't have any more movies past this point. I mean, obviously you have the Alien vs. Predator movies, but they had the Predator in that, so it helped kind of boost those sales and the marketing on that. But, and then, what, Prometheus came out uh, like 2012-ish? I want to say. I'm not entirely sure about that. Uh, I know it came out uh, significantly later than this movie. So there's a reason why this movie, this franchise kind of remained dormant uh, for several, several, several years. And it's because this movie just absolutely wrecked it. This is kind of like one of those straight to sci-fi, you know, B plus, maybe a B minus sci-fi movie. I mean, it would fit perfectly on the sci-fi channel. And it's just, it has that quality of the sci-fi movie, you know, the the terrible acting, the terrible dialogue, the ungodly, terrible plot, just all those things kind of put together just forms this beautiful cocoon of a terrible movie, and that is Alien Resurrection. 
This movie has several, and when I mean several, I'm counting three, four, five, five that I just wrote down. Just what, like, WTF moments. Like, I can't believe they even put that in the movie. And I don't mean, like, WTF as in, oh, my God, that was, like, sh- like shocking or, like, shock value type stuff. It's, like, stupidity. Like, why would you ever put that in a film, period? So we're just going to ramble off some of the sequences, okay? So, obviously, spoilers from here on out. If you have not seen Alien Resurrection, if you like B-plus rated horror movies, then definitely go check this out. If you are not a fan of those cheesy horror movies, uh, just be glad. Just just, just skip this, okay? Just go on, skip it, and listen to the rest of this review, and then get ready for Alien vs. Predator. So, the opening credits. Like, 10 seconds into the damn movie, we get a WTF moment. There is a... It's one of the space pirates. He's, like, he crushes a bug, and then he's, like, messing with it, and then he puts it into a straw. He has, like, a big gulp drink. And then he pulls the straw out of the big gulp drink, puts the mosquito, the bug, whatever, into the straw, and then shoots out a spitball of the bug onto the glass. I, I was watching it, and like I'm telling you, this is 10, 20, 30 seconds into the movie. And I was just like, oh my god, this is going to be terrible. And it did not get any better from there, I promise you. And let's move on to another WTF moment. So, they're walking through the ship, and apparently, like, you know, there's little, there's little panels on some of these, like, classified rooms and whatnot in, like, military movies and these spaceships where you got to have, like, secret clearance. So, a lot of people put, like, their palm up there or it scans their eye like in, uh, like in X-Men. Yeah, they decided to do against that. Like, they didn't want to do that. They thought they were really cool, and you have to breathe on said uh, panel. So that's what they are doing. Like, all of a sudden, all you hear is, <sighs> and I looked at it, I was like, all right, did he just, like, legit just breathe on that? And that's how they opened the damn gate? Like, just absolutely dumb choice. Like, you just go with the eyeball, guys. Come on. Just go with the eyeball. It, it would have been cooler. It would have made more sense. And it just, it wouldn't look so stupid on film with you breathing so heavily on it. The next WTF moment. There is a legit, like, several-minute basketball scene. Like, they put a lot of time into them playing basketball. And Sigourney Weaver, she's, like, twirling the ball around her her waist, and then she's shooting hoops, and then she has this scene with Ron Perlman's character where he he's trying to, like... I, I mean, he's trying to, he's trying to have sex with her, basically. He's hitting on her. And she hits him in the balls, with her ball, basically. And it's just like, they spent time on her learning how to play basketball and to shoot this big old shot. And it was just, what did it add to the movie? Absolutely nothing. Just a dumb WTF moment in this movie. Next up. So there's the doctor. He's the guy that plays Chucky in in the Chucky movies, obviously. And then he also plays the sheriff in the, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. But he's like... He's looking at the xenomorphs in, in this glass cage, I guess you can call it, this room. And he he starts like acting like he's kissing the xenomorph, but he's kissing the glass. It's super weird. And I was like, WTF am I watching? So that's another one. 
And then the last big one, I mean, obviously there's a lot. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll name two more. Two more WTF moments. The next one is Ron Perlman gets scared by a spider. Okay, I get it. You know, you get scared by a spider in regular day life. But have you ever seen it in a movie? I don't think so. I've never seen it in a movie. And then not only does he get scared by the spider, he does the WTF moment of getting his gun out and then shooting said spider. Now, this isn't like some mutant spider or some huge-ass tarantula or whatever. This is a tiny spider. Now, I get it. I I don't like spiders at all. I'm right there with you. But did you really have to get a gun and shoot the spider? Now, we all joke about like our everyday lives. Like, if I see a spider, I'm just going to burn the house down. I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. But does it need to be in a movie? A serious movie? No. And this just further proves that this is a B-rated, cheesy horror slash sci-fi movie. And this scene just just amplifies that and brings it to a new level, in my opinion. And then the next and last WTF moment is the newborn at the end. I could not stop laughing at how terrible that newborn alien looks. It's like a cross between one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings and a xenomorph, and it's not in a good way either. It just looks absolutely terrible, and it's just, it's so hilarious. Like, I don't know how they, like, when they were designing the the newborn, they're like, oh, let's do this, this, and this. I'm like, but that doesn't look good. Like, I get y'all are trying to go with more, uh, more, like, uh, practical effects and animatronics and stuff like that. I definitely appreciate that over CGI and uh, effects and whatnot. But it looks like doo-doo, guys. It looks like doo-doo. Uh, it looks terrible, and it's hilarious to look at. So those are my my six WTF moments in this movie. Moments that I just looked at, I'm like, what the hell am I watching? And I could not stop laughing at any of these moments. So, so yeah, it does not get any better from there throughout this movie. This is a terrible movie, guys. This is a movie that is so bad, it is hilariously bad. And it's so bad that it's good, in my opinion. Do I like it more than three? I do like it more than three. But it is not a better movie than three, in my opinion. Three actually has some some actual, like, legit filming in it, like some shots that actually look decent, and they actually have better like, characterizations in that movie, uh, more character development in three. This one, uh, you get this ragtag team of space pirates, and, yeah, you get their their personalities a little bit, but, I mean, you don't know who any of them are, to be honest with you, and there's no real character development between them. Obviously, Sigourney Weaver and Winona Ryder gets a majority of the character development in the movie, uh, and I quote-unquote character development, as they say. And then Ron Perlman is there just to be that obnoxious, uh, like, comedic relief, I guess you could consider it. Because he's act his acting is so over the top that every time he says something or looks at something, he has, like, wide eyes, and, and it's just, it's so hilarious because it's so bad. Like, Ron Perlman, who I I really did enjoy in, like, Sons of Anarchy and in Hellboy, he just goes, like, full B-horror cheesy movie 
and I, I I don't know if that makes the movie better or worse, but yeah, he's just he's not very good in this movie, Ron Perlman, uh, from an acting perspective, but from an enjoyment perspective, uh, definitely entertaining because he definitely overacts and is overdramatic in so many of his scenes. I, I would go so far as to say in all of them. And then just the dialogue is horrendous. Uh, it's, it's just horrendous. I don't really have a specific dialogue scene to tell you about, but I'm just, I, I rolled my eyes constantly. It was like every scene was trying to be, like they were trying to get laughs out of you. And apparently Joss Whedon had uh, pinned uh, a lot of the script. I, I don't know if he actually like made the final script or not, but I know he was in in the development stage of the movie uh, writing the script. So you can definitely tell there's some Joss Whedon up in this movie. And that's not for the better of it, okay? Because I'm not a huge Joss Whedon fan to begin with. But it was like every scene, they trying to be funny. And like, guys, are you trying to make this a cheesy, like, comedic horror movie? Or, or are you trying to make this serious like the other movies? Because I don't know which way you're going with this. So yeah, the acting, the dialogue, the characters, all crap. They all suck. The plot... Uh, I, I, I don't know what the plot is, to be honest with you. All I know is there's some space pirates that come onto the ship and or the space station, whatever, and they're walking around and they try to kill the xenomorphs that are being cloned. That's basically a plot. Everything else, you they don't really go into the real big detail about anything and they don't explain hardly anything. So the plot is absolutely just... It's very, very, very thin, and I don't know how it even got passed as a movie, to be honest with you. A big budget movie at that. Uh, the camera work, I don't really care for the camera work, to be honest with you. Uh, some of the direction is is not very good, in my opinion. And then they do cheap horror jump scares. It, like, they're walking around, and then just wires will fall down in a jump scare tactic. And it's like, really, dude? Like, I would have preferred you do a dog jump scare it's super cliche but jumping like making wires fall down on a ship that's like not even damaged is like stupid that's just me though now i'm going to end this review on the things that i liked about the movie okay normally i'll start with what i liked and then i'll usually end negative uh most of the time but i want to i want to end it on the pros the score the score is not half bad Okay, it's got moments where it's not good, but for the most part, the score does pretty good. It's actually one of the more enjoyable scores out of the series, in my opinion. I think I liked it better than the last movie. And then it, it did a good job of building tension in a lot of scenes, especially in the underwater sequence. The underwater sequence is probably my favorite portion of this movie. And and yeah, there are some some stupid like physics going wrong there. I understand it. None of it makes sense. But from a like visuals perspective and from a like story wise perspective of what it looks like on the screen, uh, it looked really good. The score on top of that, it just it added a lot of tension to this movie that you don't find anywhere else in the movie. And I'm all about tension, all about tension. I like suspense and whatnot. And then the aliens, you know, swimming through the water and attacking the humans adds great tension to the movie. The underwater sequence is the best part of this entire movie. But that's not saying much because the rest of the movie is uh, doo-doo. The xenomorphs, I actually think they look pretty good. 
I have really no complaints with the Xenomorphs. The newborn child at the very end, the newborn alien hybrid, whatever the hell it's called, yeah, that looks like doo-doo. And it does not look good. It's hilariously bad. But the Xenomorphs themselves, they're actually not terrifying in a sense that they scared me, but they look terrifying. As in, they did a pretty good job of making them look, like, scary. And making them look gross with the saliva and stuff just dripping from their teeth. Uh, it looked, I would say the Xenomorph looks the best out of the series, in my opinion, up to this point. Now, I don't want people coming at me sideways about how uh, 1 and 2 looks superior and all that. Yeah, I think if you add the the Xenomorphs from this movie to, like, number 1 or number 2, it adds, like, a significantly different horror vibe to that movie. And I think it would, it like, one, there were some moments where I, I laughed because it's just so old and, you know, they're using puppets and whatnot that it looks ridiculous. I get that. Add in these that they made now to those old movies, I think that might actually make the movies even scarier. Because I, I may be in the minority here with my opinion on the Xenomorphs in this movie. But I think they look really dope. I think they look uh, more more terrifying than the last movie by far. And this is the first movie that we've given like a real sense of what the Xenomorph looks like. I know we get a little bit of that in number three. But this one we get like full... Uh, body scale of what the xenomorphs look like and they just, they just look terrifying to me and I think that would have been great if they would have been able to put that in number one or number two but I understand I'm probably in the minority on that one and then the last couple of pros uh, good things I want to say about this movie is I love the look of the film compared to the last one which I said everything looks the same it's the same color throughout and i get it they're on a planet with a prison don't don't come at me with all that okay it still looks like a, a god-awful ugly ass movie but we got this movie and it actually looks good it from from like not necessarily with the camera work and all that but like the hues the colors and all that the set design i like the set designs uh even though they do seem a little bare uh, a lot of the times it's just them walking down hallways I get that, but compared to number three, I love the set design in this movie compared to that one. And then the costumes, the costumes look dope. I like Sigourney Weaver's uh, costume in this movie compared to three, and maybe, uh, no, two, one and two are obviously the best, but I think this one is definitely better than three. Well, let's be real. I think this movie is significantly better than three from a what's going on in the movie and whatnot, maybe not from the cheesy dialogue and all that, probably the dialogue and the acting and all that is better than three, but uh, I don't know, I, I just find this movie way more enjoyable than three, and I, I work with Nick, who has been watching some of the movies as well, and you know, we have different opinions on all these movies, obviously one we both like, and then two he loves, and I'm like, eh, it's okay, it's good, but not like the best movie of all time, or even the best sequel of all time. And then he likes three. He said three was good. And I'm like, I, I really hate three. And then he really hates four. But I kind of actually really like four. So it's weird. So I might be on the outside looking in as far as my opinions on the Alien franchise. So just big disclaimer with that, okay? 
But yeah, I think overall, I, I really did enjoy watching this movie. It's it's a lot of fun, uh, not in a good way. It's so bad, it's good. It, it's it's god awful, guys. Okay, do not go into this movie expecting Academy Award winning performances or anything to kind of further the the lore of Alien altogether. I mean, I kind of liked the fact that they went with a clone. I think that's interesting. Did they capitalize on that or execute it perfectly? No, not by a long shot. But I think the actual, like, that part of the plot is very, very interesting. And I wish it would have been in more capable hands. And it would actually have been a decent horror movie if you had a better director and maybe not so much studio interference and a little bit more budget, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know where this movie went wrong as far as, like, who made it just really terrible because a lot of it is just flat-out terrible. I mean, the writing is terrible. I mean, it's Joss Whedon, so I don't... I mean, a lot of people love his writing. I do not. I do not. And then you got this unknown director. I mean, that could be it. But then you got studio interference from the last movie that really just destroyed that movie. And then you got studio interference in this movie, which probably destroyed it. And then you got Sigourney Weaver, who really doesn't even care about these movies in general. She just wants a boatload of money. I mean, we even said that in the fun facts, how she didn't want to do this, but they gave her a lot of money. So she was like, oh, okay. But, I mean, I'll give her one thing. She is the most enjoyable part of this movie, uh, as far as characters go. Uh, it gives her some new ground, some new scenery to do, some new things to add to her particular character, which is interesting, again, it's very interesting, and I think there's, at the center of it, there's some good ideas there, but they just don't execute them good at all. Like, nothing about this movie is good. But all in all, I give this movie two stars. Now, I was originally going to give it one and a half. I think it deserves one and a half. It really does. It's probably a one and a half star movie. It's one of the worst movies, uh, big budget-wise, one of the worst movies of all time. It really is. Uh, but is it enjoyable? Yes, I find it very funny, and it should not be funny. That's just my opinion. So, one and a half stars. I bump it up to a two star, mainly because I had so much fun with it. And I laughed so much, and I found it entertaining. But again, not in a good way. So, do I recommend this movie to you as a audience member listening to my review? So, I will say this. If you love the Alien franchise and you love one and two, and you're like, oh, just try to buy the quadrilogy and the whole, the whole box set, nay. I, I think even as a fan of the franchise, I don't think you're going to like this movie. I think this movie is probably offensive to Alien fans out there. Like I said, I, I've, I'm, a fan, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the first one. I freaking love the first one. It's phenomenal. It's a masterpiece. I gave it five stars. I, I think they did a lot of things in that movie that has been very influential to, to Hollywood and to film in general. And it's really the only one that I'd buy just outright. But if you're like one of our, our Patreon supporters, Carmen Edmonds, who loves you know these cheesy B-rated horror movies that come on the Sci-Fi channel, then I think you will absolutely find things to love about this movie. I think you will absolutely love this movie in comparison to the third one. I, I just don't think they took anything serious in this movie uh, from a, from a, from making it and filming it and whatnot. Just everything about it is terrible, and they overact it. They're so overdramatic, 
And like they did this, sh- they did this stuff on purpose. They really did. So I think if you're like you're like Carmen, who likes those cheesy horror movies, then you're gonna love this movie. Uh, but other than that, I don't think I could recommend this to anybody else. If you're just want to get into the Alien franchise, uh, just to start it off and you know watch it for the first time, I got gotta tell you, you're not gonna have. You're not. This movie is not going to improve the franchise for you. It might actually take it down. And like I said, there's a reason why this was the last movie for several, several years. So ultimately, from a film perspective, I say skip this. It is just not a good movie. If you're not going to watch this for the cheesy factor, then just skip this altogether. I think this is one of the worst movies of all time. And you probably should not waste an hour and 50 minutes of your life uh, watching this quote-unquote movie if you even want to call it that. So that's my review for Alien Resurrection. Up next, Alien versus Predator. I've seen the first one before, and when it first came out, I actually bought it. I actually really enjoyed it, but I have not seen it in many, many, many years. So it'll almost be like a fresh take on the movie, but I did like it back in the day. So it'll be interesting to see how my mind has changed. Now, granted, I won't remember anything about it, But I do remember the fact that I did somewhat enjoy the movie back in the day. But that's going to conclude my review. Y'all let me know what you think about Alien Resurrection. Let me know if I'm right, if I'm wrong, if I just completely missed a mark on this. Uh, Let me know, twogamepodcast at gmail.com. Or comment on one of our posts on Facebook and let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, I will catch y'all next time on another episode.